0: a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thank you for joining us. Would our area benefit from being more organized in a more formal fashion? Cranes Cleveland government reporter Jay Miller has been looking into that concept for a group of stories just recently published in Cranes that you can find at cranescleveland.com. We've asked Jay to drop by to talk to us about what he found. Jay, thanks for being with us today. Good to be with you. In reading your stories and reading other stories about regionalism, the definition of the word depends on who's saying it and what, what their uh, agendas are. What How would you define regionalism? How were you looking at it in terms of your stories?
1: Well, it, it, actually, I, I ended up defining it several different ways, partly because in Northeast Ohio in particular, regions are, are very fluid kinds of situations. Unlike places like Chicago or Pittsburgh, which are have, have their economies built around a single city, Northeast Ohio grew up around five different cities. Cleveland, Akron, Canton, Lorain, Youngstown. And so we come together as a single region from
0: those five different pieces. And it's harder than most regions have to work with because of that. If we were ever to have the sort of regionalism that we hear talked about, would we have those five regions together or would it have to be something smaller?
1: Uh, No, it it works either way. It's just a matter of because we started out with, with these five separate units, it's harder to come together. For example, Akron was was built on the rubber industry. Cleveland was built more on on a broader industrial base. They see themselves as very distinct communities. And so when when someone from Cleveland says, let's do something together with people in Akron, they're not always willing to to change the way they do things to do the way Cleveland wants to do things.
0: When we talk about government actions or cooperative activities, what kinds are considered regionalism?
1: Well, it, it starts from very simple things. Two communities, uh, adjacent, adjacent suburbs, for example, can share uh, fire departments, fire, fire equipment, even. It expands to uh, the region, of, of a very much broader region, working to, to uh, attract new businesses to the region. W- when when a business wants to is looking for places to move to, they don't say, "I want to be in Lorraine," "I want I want to be in Elgin, Illinois." They say, "I want to be in Cleveland, Chicago," and those are the regions they understand, and those are those are the Economies they understand. They look for a single
0: place in, in those regions to talk to, to start their conversation to see whether they want to move there or not. Why is this notion of regional collaboration so important, though, in particular to Northeast Ohio?
1: Well, because it's a way of attracting new businesses and growing the economy
0: regionalism seems to be something like we've been, it's not quite to the level of what are we going to do with the lakefront where we talk about it and talk about it and nothing ever seems to happen, but it does seem like it's been a conversation that's been ongoing for 20 years. Has much actually happened in terms of regionalism here in Northeast Ohio?
1: We've, we've tried. And, and, there, and particularly in the area of economic development, we now have an organization called Team Neo, Team Northeast Ohio, which attract, works to attract businesses into the, the 18 county region, which they say stretches to Youngstown, for example and all along the lakefront so they, they they do that kind of work the the, the, the state of ohio basically has, has said to the to northeast ohio act act as a single region and they've given them some money inducements to do it to work that way and that's what team near was working with is is you using state money to attract businesses to northeast ohio in the
0: broadest sense how important is Jobs Ohio program? Has that had much of an impact in terms of our own creation of regionalism? I realize it's in Columbus, but do they do provide funding? Have they been much of a driving yeah, factor? Well, it,
1: yes, because through through Team Neo, they, they work through Team Neo. Jobs Ohio provides the dollars, the money. Team Neo provides the the strategy to to attract businesses. An example in, in Columbus is Intel, which is a big deal. It didn't go into Columbus; it, it's in, in a suburb. The, the Central Ohio Economic Development Organization was the one who attracted them. Uh, and at the same time, when Amazon was looking to form its second headquarters building, they talked to people like, uh, well, in, in, they went, ended up in uh, in Washington, D.C. area. But for example, Indianapolis pre- presented one bid to Amazon. Well, In Northeast Ohio, three different organizations started making bids for Amazon a couple of years ago. And it, they finally figured out, oh, let's do only one bid. But it took, it took hard work working together to get that to happen in a single bid for Amazon. It wasn't successful, but they finally figured out a way to work together on that.
0: Are there other organizations in addition to Team Neo who are driving the regionalism discussion?
1: Well, the the, the Chambers of Commerce in the various communities, the Greater Cleveland Partnership, for example, here the the Youngstown Chamber of Commerce, they all participate. They all have a role, but the, the, the effort is more and more to try and get – this t- uh, Team Neo to be the, the central focus of the economic development effort.
0: It seems to me when government agencies and city planners used to talk about regionalism, it was about what you described. Let's We're in Shaker Heights and University Heights. Let's have one police dispatcher. But has the notion of regionalism really changed more to be a, a question of economic development and maybe a little bit less about, let's figure out some way to save on our water bills for the city?
1: Well, it's, it's actually still both. Uh, for example, there, there's an effort now to get in, in Cuyahoga County to get the, what's called central dispatch to get, you know, p- police dispatch. We call 911. It should all go into one place in Cuyahoga County. It doesn't have to go to what, what I think are now 24 different uh, centers. If any, in North Homestead has its own. Lakewood has its own. Uh, it, it doesn't make sense to have that, that kind of spread out uh, effort. It should be concentrated. And the county is working on that, but it's hard. You know, the communities have, have grown up on their own. They, they, they're comfortable with their own police departments and dispatch centers. And so it, it, some, companies are, some communities are reluctant to get involved.
0: I use the figure of 20 years, but how long has regionalism really been a topic of discussion among civic leaders?
1: Oh, it's been it's been more than 100 years, and in one form or another. Uh, the best example is, is why we have in Cuyahoga County you have 47 different municipalities, in in, in, in Indianapolis, in, in its central county you have one, uh, because they they all 20 years ago, 30 years ago they decided let's create something they called Unigov. A city, county, go- uh, council, government, and form of government.
0: And how has that worked so they, out? They, how has that worked out for them?
1: It's worked out it mostly fairly well. It, it, it's one of the reasons that, that they struggle with is uh, the black community in particular in Indianapolis uh, feels that they, they've been sort of marginalized because they, they no longer have the power they had in just city. They, they don't have to deal with the, the suburban county areas. Uh, the people there who are more, those are white communities for the most part.
0: I think I recall hearing that something similar to that in Louisville where the, you know, the, the, the black... Oh, v- yes. Yeah, Louisville did a similar thing and had the similar result. So, I mean, obviously there are going to be some opponents to regionalism. You could understand black voters in their opposition because they feel they finally have amassed power and now it's being taken away again. What are some of the other organizations or people who are not in favor of regionalism?
1: That's the, the, the big one I think about. Uh, again, going back to the, the Central Dispatch, communities... For, for, well, I'll give you a better example. Shaker Heights. Uh, their trash collection, their, their collectors go into the backyards to pick up the trash and, and bring it out to the trucks. In most other communities, you have to put it on – the homeowner puts it on the street. Well, Shaker Heights doesn't want to give up that, that trash collection, so they won't join with other communities to, into a common trash collection system.
0: And I knew they had a similar issue with the library where they thought they were going to join Cuyahoga yes. County. Yes,
1: L- Shaker Heights did the same thing. They, 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 there was an effort to join the uh, Shaker Heights Library with the county library. Who uh, turned he it down? Even though the county library is a wonderful library system and would have saved you know, the, the taxpayers and sh- sh- money, they chose not to do it.
0: Jay Miller is with us today. Jay is a government reporter for Cranes Cleveland. We're talking about a series of articles that he wrote about regionalism, which you can find at cranescleven.com. I'm Dan Paletta. This is the landscape of Cranes Cleveland podcast. Jay, you often hear this from people in the different communities. They'll say things like, well, look, I moved to Shaker Heights because I like the idea that I don't take my trash out to the front yard or, you know, to the front lawn or that I, that, that I have my own library system and I want to keep that. And then there's also the notion of people will say, look, son, I live in Shaker Heights. Why do I want to play for the problems in East Cleveland? You know, that's not my business. Absolutely. Those
1: are, those are some of the issues. Now, in the in, in Cuyahoga County, in the upcoming uh, county executive process, uh, race, which, which was on the ballot in November, those two, two ca- ca- uh, candidates are talking about how do we regionalize and, and what, what should we do? Lee Weingart wants, a, a very, wants to get these communities to do more together, and he, that, that's part of his campaign. How, how successful, he, he wants a, a countywide income tax, but, you know, Shaker Heights has a 2.5% income tax, another community has a
0: 1.5%, they don't necessarily want to get together and
1: pay a 2% tax.
0: <laughs> sure. I mean, you can understand, you know, the, the, what where the opposition would come in those cases. Are we seeing any good, really good examples, though, of how well regional does work here um, besides uh, things like Central uh, Dispatch? Uh,
1: well, it, it's happening, but it's happening very slowly. Maybe that's the best way to put it. I think, you know, the, the, the higher cost of some service, as, cost, as services get more costly, we'll, we'll see more of this, more, more of this
0: collaboration. So you went to central. You took a look at Central Indiana in, in, in one of your articles. What kinds of things did you learn right. from them about regionalism and, and its successes and failures?
1: Well, again, uh, Indianapolis created this unigov, which means that the Marion County and the City of Indianapolis have a single government, and that's that's saved them. They feel that saved them money, been effective. They also have a, a much more collaborative approach to economic development with with the business community. Team Neo, for example, is a government entity. It's, it's a nonprofit funded by the, the state of Ohio. In central Indiana, they have an organization that is business people get together and say, here's how we want to help. And here's how we'll invest in our community. That, we don't have that here in Northeast Ohio.
0: How long do you think it'll take us to get, can we get to that level? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean, you do wonder, I mean, there's so many, I th- wasn't it like almost 60 cities in Cuyahoga County alone? How will you ever get people to relinquish the power that they have? If they, if they... that's why it's,
1: <laughs> that's why it's so hard. <laughs> and and because I live in, a, in, a, in one community. You live in another community. You're used to those services with the way things work. You know who your councilman is perhaps. And it's very comfortable well, to, to, to lose that. This is frightening to people. They don't want to do it. They'd rather pay a little bit higher tax maybe than lose some of that, that contact with government.
0: Well, we when we made the change from moving away from county commissioners in Cuyahoga County into this to a you know an elected government, I mean, there's cynics will say nothing's changed; it still seems the same. Just and would, are we concerned that we'll end up with the same thing? Like we'll have regionalism, and how much will it do?
1: Yes, oh, that's always a concern. And and the county executive, uh, the, the county consolidation was a little bit different because you went from just from county government still does the same things it used to do. It didn't take on new services. What 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 we're talking about in terms of, of regional collaboration is taking on new services or, or losing local services in favor of a broader regional service. And that's, people struggle with that.
0: You can certainly go look at Indianapolis. We, had, we just had people on from edge who took a group of business leaders to Pittsburgh to see how they're doing things in terms of retooling their economy. But at the end of the day, Cleveland is an individual, unique place. How, why are we different than other regions? Is it because we have well, lake, the it, lake and all that other stuff <laughs> or?
1: No, it, it's the fact that the, the Northeast Ohio grew up from, from, Five different, uh, okay. what used to be local economies. Now we're what, the, the world no longer see, sees economies as, as cities. They see it as a region. They don't want to move to Chicago. So they want to move to North, Northern Illinois, but there's, in those, in those, in a community like that, and in Pittsburgh as well, there's a single focus to go to. Here we've had five different communities, and trying to bring them together, is, it's hard.
0: What did you find in your conversations with area leaders? Or, or, do most of them want to move forward in this this direction?
1: Not entirely. It, it, it's a very individualized thing, again, again, because we have so many communities. Uh, but more broadly, for the, for the broader economic development activities, the, the, to attract new businesses, there is a realization that we have to act as one, one region, or at least as, as Cleveland-Akron region, and, and, and maybe Warren and Youngstown are a separate region at times, and Lorraine Elyria is separate at another time. We're working towards it, but, but it, it's, it's slow. It's it's, uh, it's a struggle. Well,
0: it's always an interesting discussion, Jay. It seems like we have it a lot. Hopefully, we'll see if something comes of this. Great series (laughs) of articles, though. They were wonderful just to get sort of caught up on what's been going on in the last 10, 12 years.
1: It's been interesting interesting to look at. I've been having these conversations with people for for a long time, for more than 20 years in some cases. And the conversation doesn't change that much. The the, the trash pickup that I mentioned earlier in the backyards, that was first I discussed with someone almost 30 years ago. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's a problem then. There's still a problem now.
0: It's amazing how, time, how things move slowly sometimes, especially when it comes to people. Oh, yeah. With people who have entrenched interests who want to hang on to what they have, so it's easy to understand. Yeah. Jay Miller, thanks yeah. so much for joining us today. Great pleasure. Thanks, Dan. Jay Miller is a government reporter for Cranes Cleveland. He joins us today to talk about a series of articles he's written about regionalism for Cranes Cleveland, which you can find at cranescleveland.com. We're always glad when you can join us for The Landscape, of Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for being with us, and we'll talk again soon.
1: That's what the moon is